right, here we are. Hopefully I played some sort of Star Wars music to intro you guys into what this episode's about, in case you completely missed the title. <laughs> this, is a, this is a really exciting episode, actually, tonight. <clears throat> yeah, who, who are we? What, what is this? What are we talking about? Uh, well, I'm Chris. This is Casey. And we're, uh, we're here to, originally we were here to really just talk about the speculation of uh, the new Star Wars, The Force Awakens movie, and... Um, today we're actually where the tickets went on sale. Uh, we're waiting anxiously right now to watch the, the next trailer. We're not sure what it's really going to be about. And it's actually, it's, a, it's quite ironic that it's happening tonight, the same night that we're taping this. So, um, maybe we'll have some new things to talk about after watching it. I'm sure we will. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> we're at least going to be talking about our reaction. So we're about 20, 25 minutes away from the actual uh, new trailer, final trailer. Um, and, uh, but before we get to that, cause, uh, we'll, we'll take a break by that time and then we'll give our, our actual real time reactions to the trailer. Sounds uh, good. It's gonna be awesome. I'm beyond pumped for this film. <laughs> I, <laughs> I actually think that, uh, this may be exceeding Phantom Menace almost. almost. Yeah. I, I I think it is because um, we know that we've had our disappointments and we're ready for uh, something new. It's been a long time. It's a long time coming, my friend. Um, and we're uh, Star Wars fans, you know, to to the bone and and you know for life. And that's and that's really kind of the fun thing about Star Wars and just the uh, um, just the grip it has on on pop culture. Right. Exactly. Um, so much so, so much so that these these movie ticket sites are crashed already. It's like, it's like, um, it's like if the, if the Beatles reunited and John Lennon came back from the dead and went on set, they went on tour or something. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> yeah, I think that's crazy. probably literally the best thing that you could ever coin. <laughs> Nothing else will be better than that. No, that analogy. <laughs> the zombie, zombie John Lennon. Yeah. Um. All right, so before we get into like the meat of the episode, uh, it's been a little while since you heard from us, so a lot of news has come out um, between now and then. Um, we should probably at some point steal from like Jedi Alliance, like where they have uh, news from the Holonet. Uh, we could say Holocron. <laughs> we could. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, Holocron. Um, oh, I, I listened to that other one today, uh, Far, 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 Far Away. Far Away, yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it. I listened to their... Uh, uh, which one was it? Like uh, a Skywalker lineage one? No, yeah. was yeah. it that one? Yeah, that it was two, the two dudes. Because uh, the girl wasn't on that episode, so it was good. It was uh, I liked it. Um, I'll check out some more of it. Yeah, if you guys haven't listened to Jedi Alliance, is part of the um, Schmozno Network. Uh, they also have a Jedi Council one. Um, which they do part of AMC Movie Talk and the Schmoes Know. Um, both of those are good. I don't listen to Jedi Council as much, but I've seen it on their YouTube channel, and I do like it. Um, and then Far, Far Away is Mark Riley and Tiffany Smith, who does DC uh, All Access. Access. Yeah, and I really like that show because you know what I like about that one is like I really like Jedi Alliance because they're fun and they do like little segments but I like the fact that what we're going to do today, like far, far away is just 
two people talking out and like, that's it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so let's get to the geek out, man. You want to start off with the news? Yeah. Let's, let's talk a lot, a little bit follow up from the last episode. Uh, so we talked about force Friday last time and it's been a good, it's been a good month since then. Um, and now, you know, it's, it's, I, I, most of wave one I've seen in various amounts at stores. I've gotten my hands on everything I wanted. Uh, the wave, those, uh, the two pack waves are out. I've seen them at numerous stores, uh, online. So I, you know, once, once they kind of get a grip on the distribution thing, um, I was told that at the Hasbro twas the night before party that, um, that they really, they really do have an understanding of what has to happen when it comes to uh, distribution this time around. Uh, so good. Yeah. (laughs) No, definitely. And, um, you know, I'm also starting to see a little bit of the Wave 2 uh, 4-inch figures in the stores. I saw some at Walgreens the other day. Um, so Wave 2 is going to hit and everything like that. So it's – it's the stores are getting – the shelves look good when I go up. That's good. Um, I've seen a Kylo out in the wild. I have not seen a new order – sorry, first order figure <laughs> forever in 6-inch form. Like, have not seen it. Yeah, I bought one at Walgreens. Um, I, I came across one, and I also bought one online. So it's like those are the ones that are hard to get because it's the yeah. building. Yeah, exactly. And that's what that's the thing with this new uh, Toys R Us exclusive uh, Snowtrooper Sergeant. It's they're limiting them. Think you know, finally some people are getting smart about that scalping thing. I've even right. seen signs where it's like these are two, you know per family limit even they put the signs up so um hopefully those will be out in number uh they're still hard to get online um but yeah those are those are kind of the exclusive hunt right now seems uh, like the kylo at uh star killer base right yeah that's that's yeah that's scheduled to hit next month i pre-ordered mine uh, i actually got to go through on kmart.com so We'll see. Fingers crossed that if it, you know, that actually works out because that, that's a nice display piece in box. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so other than toy hunting, Rebel Season Two started uh, yes. last oh. week. I have actually not watched it because I've been. I went to Buffalo Comic Con this last week and kind of, kind of took me out of my my normal rotation of when I watch TV shows. Um, so I, I guess you loved it. That's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's okay. So we can move on and not geek out about it because, you know. We can do a whole Rebels it, episode sometime. Don't even worry. Right. Yeah. All right. That, that's, that sounds like a good deal. But What days Rebels on. on, though? Tuesdays? Wednesdays? No, it's Wednesdays, yeah. Wednesdays. Okay. So um, there's a lot of books that got announced um we put it up on don't forget a towel a couple weeks ago uh new comics new um books 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 um do you want to go over some of those yeah um i'm reading aftermath still um not the quickest reader but um you know what yeah usually you're pretty fast about these so is it good or it's not as good as the other ones or what my i just don't have that much time right now Okay. I, I'd like to make more time for it, but you know, I like it when I do read it. Like I went, I had to go to court the other day for some stupid driving thing. And I sat there and I blew like through 50 pages. You know what I mean? So okay. it's like, 
when I sit down to read it and dedicate time, I love it. I just, I don't want to put it down. Um, but it just, it's allotting the time right now is I want to get to it. I want to get the lost stars. Um, because you know, uh, Claudia Gray, uh, she's going to be writing that, that new Republic bloodlines book that they announced, uh, that, you know, it's coming on 2016. So it's not really part of the journey and it's going to be, you know, it'll probably tell us the story of, um, uh, since it takes, I think it takes place either six months or six years before the force awakens. So we'll really get a, uh, a real grasp on kind of what happened leading into that movie with probably, you know, bloodlines is I'm, I'm guessing means the Skywalker lineage. You would think so. I hope so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also have comics, uh, pretty soon. Oh, wait. oh what? But then, uh, just the other one they announced, uh, they announced aftermath part two and three. Uh, that's it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Cause You're that's right. the first, that's the first trilogy. So, right. you know, the funny thing is, is like, I, you know, kind of think talking about, um, I guess we can talk about this during speculation as well, but so remind me, but like if, if they're building towards a new Republic now, what the heck happens that the first order arises and they have to be in a resistance all again. You know what I mean? Something crazy to speculate about right there. Um, how quick, uh, how quickly maybe the new Republic crumbles or I don't know, you know, we'll see. I and mean, we'll talk. About we'll talk about it. All right. We'll uh, comic, comics, you, uh, you're caught up with the comics, right? Mostly. Yeah, I am. I actually, I still need to, there's one issue of shatter empire issue three that I need to read. And I started reading Chewbacca as well. Okay. So, um, shatter empire is about to end, uh, this upcoming Wednesday, um, 10, 21. I love it. Like it's beautiful. It's well-written. Don't don't spoil anything for me because I'm I only spoil anything. Okay. Right. I spoil anything. But four four issues. That's kind of curious because um, I feel like it could be an ongoing. But uh, they're testing the waters. Yeah, they're testing the waters. Um, we have There's, a seat. Oh, what? I'm just. I was going to say maybe it's like the first part in an overarching storyline. So then, like the first part of the Shadow Empire, and then there's something to follow it up. You know. Yeah, it's the first thing that we've had, well, other than Aftermath, that's, I think, that takes place immediately after um, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, like in the, when you look at the Expanded Universe, um, directly after was Dark Empire, and then after that, they they did the Thrawn trilogy. Um, right. So it was Dark Empire, then that, so those were, it's like, you can draw parallels to it, but at the same time, it's it's definitely not the same approach, which which is you know respectable and appreciated. Yeah. Um, so those have been good. Uh, what I've read of Chewie has been good. Um, C three PO is getting his own one shot in December uh, before the movie comes out, so we learn how he gets that red arm that we see in the. Uh, well, I guess we haven't really seen him in any footage yet. Maybe we will tonight. Um, but yeah, we guess so. Yeah. Um, just a yeah, that's that. I'm actually really excited about that comic. Um, it's by James, James Robinson, who is one of my favorite writers. So it's, it should be pretty, uh, either like tongue, tongue in cheek and, you know, still, uh, legacy building in a way. Yeah. 
and then we also have actually before that uh vader down is coming out in november on another comic book well no it's it's the vader down is a one shot that's going to kick off um the crossover between the the star wars and the darth vader series uh that you know run parallel right now um so that'll be the first crossover of the books which is kind of interesting because like issue six of both of those was almost like a crossover. Was, right. I guess it was a parallel. Um, they both really connected to each other, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, well, Vader, the, the Darth Vader comic is telling what's happening on, on the dark side, you know, on the empire side of the story. Well, star Wars is telling us the story of our favorite rebels. So I think that's a really cool way to do, um, do the books. Um, and it's just, it's been really solid. Um, and I've, I've just, I really enjoyed, I, I've really enjoyed all the books that have come out really. Um, I'm a little bit behind on Lando. Um, I'm caught up on everything that hasn't come out in the last couple of weeks. So, you know, that's, that, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, we always, you know, people mention the overload. I don't, I still don't feel it. I'm very, I'm very happy about uh, the level of what's out there and what I've been able to like tap into and, and, you know, not, and so not drawing too many, my own wants and, and conclusions about what the, what this movie is going to be about. Um, so it's really just kind of accepting the new as we, as we journey to the force awakens, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting. It's, 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 and it's a lot of fun. You want to let yourself, you know what I mean? Like for you, you, you read like most of the books where I haven't yet, but I don't feel like it's taking anything away from the movies. And I don't think that it's like, you don't have to watch agents of shield to get Avengers. If you do watch it, it's like, Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, there's little hints and little nods there that if you watch the TV show, you can kind of appreciate it more in the movie. So same thing I think with like the star Wars is like, you don't have to read shattered empire, but to know like, that's kind of a little bit like the story of Poe's parents. And then we're going to see Poe in uh, episode seven. So it's like, okay, well that's cool. Does it take anything away if you don't read it? Probably not. Probably he'll never even mention his parents in the movie. So, you know, it's pretty cool. I like how they, they are tying all those things together. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's fun because they did the same thing with Hera in, um, you know, in clone wars and, and, uh, rebels, and that's and it's just good. It's in just Lords good. Of the Sith. Right and yeah, exactly. And in the yeah, books, so, yeah. Um, I think it's just it's it's a really it's a really tightly knit um, new canon or new canon as we call it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, it's and I you know if they do the nods and if they give a couple nods in the movie to it, you know as well, it'd be really nice for those people who really do follow along. And I'm sure they will in ways. Um, but not not you know overwatering it with it to make it unacceptable to the general public. Well, we'll talk about the little bit of that when we get into speculation territory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of real quick before we go on, Canaan, uh, uh, the Canaan book, which I actually thought was ending, um, is continuing. It's ongoing, and like half the book is a reflection of the past and half of it is like current with the timeline and rebels. Um, Kenan is probably overall my favorite book that's out. Agreed. Um, it also gives you kind of like a, a darker scope of that universe, kind yeah. of how, what a new dawn does too, because you know, when you watch rebels, 
it, it is it's spectacular, um, but it is very Disney driven, and you can f- definitely feel the influences of it. Yeah. But at the same time, it does have its dark its dark side. You know, I mean, so, it does have a dark side. That yeah. show gets dark for kids. <laughs> exactly, but that's why it's on at nine thirty at night. You know, right, <laughs> so, right, that's true. Uh, which is great. Um, which was the funny thing, like when you when. Uh, when you look at the Clone Wars, when they moved season five to like eight thirty in the morning on Saturday, and like it was probably the darkest, darkest season there was. And I was just when I was watching it, I was just like, "They put this on TV for kids." So they a, yeah, they get away with a lot of stuff. They do, um, which is awesome because <laughs> both those shows are freaking sweet. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, I wanted to touch upon the. Um, events that are happening. So, Chris, did you end up getting your tickets yet? Uh, just no. Okay. So, Chris still needs to get his tickets for episode seven. I actually ended up getting mine. Um, I'm going to go see it uh, through Cinemark in IMAX 3D. Uh, Chris is going to try to go to the IMAX theater where he lives near New York City um, in White Plains. And so, so far, uh, the general consensus online is that Fandango is crashed. Um, we had, we heard reports earlier today that the tickets went on sale over in the UK because I think they're seven hours ahead of us possibly or behind. I can't remember what the time difference is, but uh, all of like the theaters there, um, tickets went and crash. And I think like they had already sold like a hundred thousand tickets or something freaking ridiculous like that. So it's been really hard to get tickets. And there's a lot of people that I see like on my Facebook feed who did get them, but even more who are blocked out for the first well, showing for the first here's, showing. Here's an update for that. That one that is on sale here. Um, their IMAX tickets are sold out from the last time we just talked about it maybe 10 minutes ago. So yeah, those are gone. Um, yeah, that first show is is done. Um, I think they're going to do like a seven o'clock for most places, and then a midnight. Uh, there's they're also doing for most theaters, AMC, uh, Regal, um, Cinemark theaters are doing all day marathon. Uh, where you can watch all six movies in 2D, and then you see The Force Awakens at midnight in 3D. Which, I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that I wanted to go see it in IMAX 3D, it would be something that I would consider. But it's the same reason why I haven't seen any of the Marvel movies, is because I want to see that first show, especially Star Wars. And there's certain scenes, I believe, that were filmed for IMAX. Um I got to go like that has to be the first show. I I can't see it any smaller than that. And there's probably going to be quite a bit of times if it's as good as it's supposed to be taking me back to my avatar 3d days where avatar. I saw it three times in the theater um, because I've never seen anything like it. And star Wars being star Wars will probably go back. God knows how many times to see it in IMAX 3d. Five, six, I don't know. Not to mention all the times I'll see it like in the regular theater. Exactly. It's going to be bad. So that whole weekend, um, Thursday through Sunday, I'm off. So I will definitely end up seeing it quite a bit. I think so as well. Um, yeah, this this whole online thing has crashed. <laughs> I don't think I'm getting tickets for the uh, IMAX 3D. So... I'll be going in the morning, but 
nonetheless enjoying it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one other thing that we or some of the theaters are doing is uh, if you happen to go to certain theaters, there's exclusives. Um, AMC is going to be doing uh, exclusive posters um, that you can get by different artists. I think starting November 20th, leading yeah. up to the movie for every week, every Sunday, uh, you get a chance to win an exclusive poster. Um, most of the theaters, if you go to see it in 3D, uh, the real 3D, you know, they showed you like the BB-8 um, 3D glasses. I think Captain Phasma, uh, Kylo. Poe. Poe, yeah. Um, they're getting all exclusive 3D glasses. Um, the best thing that I've seen so far is that, uh, uh, what is it, Alamo Draft House is going to be giving away a Mondo, the Mondo t-shirt company and the Mondo poster company that makes some of the best posters I've ever seen in my entire life. And if you've ever seen their posters uh, for the original trilogy, um, take a look. I'm pretty sure we have it on the DFAT Instagram page at DFAT Towel. Um, just epic, epic poster art. So to see that in a pint glass... Uh, those people are very lucky if you get to go to the Alamo Draft House. So I encourage any of you listeners who are near that, please go at least one of the times and hopefully snag yourself a pint glass tag. Don't forget to tell on Instagram so we can see it. <laughs> Sounds awesome. So awesome. Unlike getting, not getting these tickets. All right. <laughs> even still, even still, you're not getting the tickets. It won't even load. On the app? Are you on yeah. the actual app? The app's dead. Dude, my gosh. All right. I need to do this. I need to, like, get you on here. <laughs> this, the Palisade, AMC Palisades uh, page here um, actually shows no movie times or even today, which means their site is dead. <laughs> <clears throat> what the heck? That is, uh, that's not good at all. No. Oh well. You'll get it. You'll yeah. you'll see it. You'll Don't see worry. it. All right. Um, one other thing that I wanted to do, and this is going to be uh, a mix of speculation territory, um, but a, it's something that came up before we started the episode. Was yesterday we got to see the new poster. Oh yes. And I did want to talk about that maybe before we actually see the trailer. And maybe start that off with a little bit of a speculation realm. What do you think? I think it's a good time to do it. Um, I think. I think what the funny thing is is I mentioned there is, and everybody has actually said is, where is Luke Skywalker? Hashtag. Um, yeah, that hashtag went viral. Uh, no, it um, did go viral. Did it? Did it? Maybe it did. I don't I know. Think it did. It, it did. It, sh- it should. Um, so we'll talk about that, I think, in more more uh, in the second half of the show. But, um, you know, it was great to see Han and Leia. You know, we've seen Han, and now they're giving us Leia uh, a little bit more. So I'm sure we'll see. Well, we'll the first look. time that we've seen her. You're right, right? No. We've only we've seen, seen her hands before. I thought we saw a picture of her somewhere. Um, I, I thought I've seen something. of. No, no, it was in that... Um, Remember that really cool oh, trailer that JJ put out? The behind the scenes yes. um, 
one for the San Diego Comic or uh, yeah, San Diego Comic Con. That's what okay. I'm talking about. That's where I saw it's behind the scenes here, but it's cool to see in the poster. Um, and then, you know, because it was Han, then Han and Chewie, now it's her. And, you know, if they show Luke at this end of the trailer, which, you know, that, that person had the description keep on, out. Keep it on the poster. Right. So <laughs> I guess the big thing is that the super weapon, that's the biggest thing to me. I mean, you pointed out that little guy in the background. It's a, um, it's it's given a the junk dealer guy. Yeah. Uh, so really, my big question is, what is that? What is that big base? Another Death Star, um, Star Killer base. I mean, that's that's the question. Like, for so here's the thing that bothers me about that. You know, is like would would the res, uh, new order? Um, God, first order. <laughs> I love new order. The band. I'm never going to stop saying it. I'm sorry. Um, would they go and make another Death Star? <laughs> no, they would. Like they would make something that would blow a star up, not a planet. <laughs> okay, so that's it. They just blow up a star. Isn't a planet a giant star? <laughs> No, a planet, a star, planets go around stars. If you blow up a star, it'll destroy like an entire universe, basically. So they're going maybe on a grander scale now instead of just blowing your planet up. They're blowing your whole damn universe up. Yeah, that's that's true. That's much more. That's much more epic. I don't. I mean, it looks badass. It looks like it has a giant cannon that rotates inside of it it looks like another death star i mean i understand that you want to give us some nostalgia and all that kind of stuff but i personally hope it's not another death star you know what i think it is what i think it's hoth but they they built something into it like some kind of just like the base itself can open up and like it shows that huge eye, and it they just shoot something out of it, and it closes back up. Like maybe they, maybe yeah, that's how I mean, like that's what it looks. Yeah, it looks like a Metroid bad guy or something. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, if it is Star Killer Base in a good way, <laughs> right? If it is Star Killer Base, and Star Killer Base is supposedly on this winter planet, um, yeah. but that they've speculated that is Hoth. So who knows? Who knows? I mean, maybe they. They did build this base that could just open up. That's it. The only thing that I could say about that is, um, you know, so Chris and I are playing Star Wars Uprising, and I don't think we talked much about this in the last episode. I don't know if it was out yet. Um, but you get to go to Hoth in it, and this takes and that takes place after uh, Return of the Jedi. I can't remember where in the timeline it does, but after Return of the Jedi in the Hoth on that game which is considered canon, even though I know it's a game, but it's still the planet. It's just got fallen uh, X-Wings and AT-ATs and all that stuff. It's not a whole fucking base. But I don't know where it fits in the timeline. It could be 25 years later, and they just decided to go and put this base in there. Well, think about it this way. Um, It's it's obviously under Imperial control in the game. Uh, Yeah, that's true. It it could be that. And then um, this, this happens like, 
basically right after Return of the Jedi, around the aftermath time. Because yeah. what you're looking at is like all these places are being blockaded from learning that the Emperor and Darth Vader are dead. So that's kind of the over over uh, arcing theme between aftermath and and this and Shattered Empire and how how the rebellion needs to like break through these these um, blockades and get the trend like get the truth you know get the truth of the people right so i mean yeah that's it could be very like just showing an imperial presence on hoth since this game is canon could very well you know lead to that easy speculation that that could be it after that many years 30 years clean up you know clean up that stuff and build yourself a pace okay because they're gonna be smart enough well, not to go to Fort death star i mean look what you two they're not that stupid I don't think JJ's wow. doing something that gimmicky either. That's uh, it. Just you know, it just looks very, uh, very close to it. And it's supposed to, and it has to, so it reminds you of Star Wars: The Past. Let's we are, talk we're about at, we're the two two minute warning right now for the until uh, halftime. Okay, so just keeping it on the poster. Let's talk about the staff. Um, the staff, yeah, we've been talking about staff for a while too, which is great. And more and more, we see it being uh, right in the center of things, or being you know prominently displayed. So I think that's mm-hmm. that's a really exciting thing to uh, draw some speculation that that is uh, going to have a major major plot point in this movie. Um, but this is kind of stuff that we uh, that, I, that I wanted to talk about in the second half, <laughs> definitely. So I don't, want to, I don't want to go too far into the staff, but look how look how centered that staff is in the poster. That's that's all I'm gonna say. It is that staff, Kylo's sword, which makes complete sense. Yep. Um, love the way that Kylo looks in this, and he's got a very big presence. I mean, he's the big on this on this sheet. Oh yeah, I always think that they they always make the villain bigger in the background is like that looming presence. Mm-hmm. It always, it always just looks so good. Like it, yeah, man, it's, also uh, when you look at it, all, all the good guys are like surrounded by the bad guys in it. So it's very well, like, uh, it's very well, um, framed. Those star destroyers look awesome. Yeah. Okay. Another. Bro, you're breaking up. Down the road. You just you, that just broke up completely. Oh, I said I hope. So, but you, you got to look at Finn too, because um, looking at Finn and the way he holds a lightsaber, you know, it's it's funny because people are like, well, maybe it's a dream sequence. You know, how is Finn? Does Finn have really lightsaber skills? And I want to talk about that later too, but I mean, that that pose right there is a classic is a classic stance for the Jedi. So um, I think I think we're really starting to see that that maybe there is a Jedi presence in the uh, in the universe. Yeah, that right there was a little interesting because I when I saw that like fifteen seconds or whatever it was on Instagram, um, I was like, well, this kid is nervous doesn't know what the hell this thing even does. And if I were him and it was 30 years later and I have not seen a Jedi, you really don't know what it is. I mean, it's bad enough at 19 years later in a new hope and nobody believes in Jedi. 
So at, uh, Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? Like almost 50 years later, like, why would you even know what this is? So like, that's the thing that kind of is interesting and we'll get back into speculation territory, but to see him holding that in like a more or less confident way, like he knows what he's doing and knows how to do it. Like, who is he? How does he? Why was he in a stormtrooper outfit? Why does he have Luke's lightsaber? <laughs> and uh, the questions will go on and be half answered after uh, we watch this trailer. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. Uh, we'll go to a commercial. Uh, wait for the trailer to come on, and then we'll give us give you guys our reactions, and we'll go down into uh, spec. I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're two cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you! Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions right again! Make sure to check us out on Stitcher and iTunes. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our website at don'tforgetatowel.com. You won't regret All this top 40 music is so boring. Jeez, I sure wish I had something geeky to listen to. Well, I've got just the thing for you, stranger. Who are you and how did you get in my house? Don't even worry about that. If you're looking for the latest, greatest, and geekiest podcasts around, you should check out Those Geeks You Know. Those Geeks You Know? Wow! Three friends talking about comic books, movies, TV shows, all the things that I geek out about. But seriously, you gotta leave now. Be sure to check out Those Geeks You Know on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also like us on Facebook and Twitter and tell everybody. There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi! Over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowl.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and... We are back. Uh, quick update on the tickets. I got, I got my tickets. IMAX, yeah. 3D, IMAX 3D. Yes. In Portchester, New York. It's going to be a, an epic, epic time. Um, so very excited. Sorry about the, uh, I guess it was like the weird lead up to the uh, the trailer and trying to get tickets in the first part of the show. <laughs> a, little, a little disconnected. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. We're here. We're back. We watched the trailer. Let's, a couple let's times. do it. Let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
All right. So what did you think? I think it kind of uh, starts to shave off some of these speculation things. Um, Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like we know now kind of what Finn, you know, we're kind of, he kind of confirms that his life was as a TIE fighter, uh, pilot, and then as a stormtrooper or whatever, steals the TIE fighter and, um, and goes down. So that, that was definitely revealed to be pretty much the line they're going with. Um, I guess let's start. I wanted to start at the beginning with, with Daisy. Okay. Daisy Ridley is Ray. Um, that, that lead in is just, it's really beautiful and it's like an opening to a new universe almost. Absolutely. Um, looking at some weird wreckage of God knows what, you know what I mean? Of some probably huge ship or something insane like that. Uh, we will know. We will know. We absolutely will know. Next month in Battlefront. <laughs> yeah, on Jakku slash the star of Tatooine slash whatever that it ends up being. Um, that was very, very cool. Um, I mean, the, the biggest thing that... It's just the Knights of Fred. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> it is. And here's here's what really what stood out to me was now we see a little bit more of that confrontation between him and um, and Finn in the woods there. And we with see that mask off. with his mask off and that it, it is it's Adam Driver. I guess, yeah, you know, with Skywalker. Well, this is this is the thing is that we're also talking about Knights of Ren. So what if Luke Skywalker is Kylo Ren and and Adam Driver, who could very well be his his nephew or his son, be one of his knights. Um, because, you know, that feeling when you hear when after they do their voiceovers and then Kylo does his, um, it's 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 a very it's a hidden voice. You know, they, they lead with that, that, you know, it's it's a mysterious, dark voice, like very Vader like. And then it goes to the mask that is like sitting on his bridge. And he says, I'm going to continue you know, what, what you started, what, you know, whatever he says, um, it's very, that, that sounds very personal to me, at least, you know, it's, 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 this is my whole speculation that I, that I do think that, um, he could be Kylo Ren, um, very much in the, you know, the way they tried to make it, you know, it wasn't Khan and, and Star Trek in a darkness. Um, so I don't know, it's, it's, it's fun to speculate about that because, I think that would be kind of a twist, especially, especially, you know, seeing that they're saying that Jedi and the dark side were all things of story and myth, you know? I mean, I don't think that Luke is Kylo Ren. I absolutely don't. And I actually don't think he's a bad guy. Um, right. I think that he's, uh, the end all <laughs> solution to save them. I mean, I think he holds himself up away on Skellig Island, uh, whatever that ends up being um, in the movies, you know what I mean? Like uh, he clearly, if he's hold, you know, with R2 there, hold up in a fucking mountain or whatever, <laughs> like not getting away. He probably thinks that he's too powerful and will destroy things. Um, you know, is Adam driver Luke's son? Right, which could also lead to the whole legacy thing. That right there, I would believe, because I was always under the impression that it was Han and 
and uh, Leia's son. But from what you can see there, um, in talking to, I don't know, Vader's crusty helmet, like (laughs) (laughs) the burn unit victim, Freddy, Freddy Vader. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I think that he wants to finish what he started. You know what I mean? And then I have to ask myself, like, what did he start? You know what I mean? Like, what, like the end, you know, bringing everybody under the wing. Like, Vader was a tool for the Emperor. Vader didn't have any ambitions like Vader, that. Well, no, Vader had a destiny. That was to bring balance to the Force. Right. So, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I am sure that Luke Skywalker is not Kylo Ren. It's fun to, like, say that it would be an awesome... Um, twist that if it was him that he could, you know, he's come, succumbed to the dark side, but it could be very well Adam Driver. Either way, whether he's, you know, Leia's son or Luke's son, it's still his grandfather is, you know, the Vader legacy and Vader's legacy was to bring balance to the Force, whether that was the twins or still hasn't been told yet, full circle by the end of maybe this trilogy. Right. Uh, who is the voice who's saying the <laughs> Force is drawing you to them and you have to open yourself up to it because it's not Leia. Nope. That's all new. That's, that's, that's a that's new mystery. Yeah. I, I noticed that too. And I was just like, and, and my wife was like, who is that? And I was like, yeah, I have no idea. And, um, that's, that's a neat thing. Um, the, the other, the other fun thing is, is really how much Han is featured. Um, and just kind of how he, <coughs> is going to be kind of the bridge to this new generation. Um, you know, I, I have basically, he has stories to tell them, you know what I mean? And that, that right there is enough to like make you like really wonder like what the heck happened because uh, those stories are true. You know, like it's, it's, it's infamy. It's infamous. These infamous stories of whatever happened um, that they're clearly not telling us yet. <laughs> and then what else? So, <sighs> I, I still don't get the impression that Daisy or Ray is uh, Han and Leia's daughter. Like, I don't feel like any, like, you know what I mean? They don't seem close at all. I mean, we've only seen them interact for probably a total of like 10 seconds, but you know what I mean? Like I never got that impression or maybe that's just not revealed to her until like Han dies, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Or well, she's, like, that was your dad the whole time. Well, she's clearly holding somebody who dead in her arms in this trailer. Um, so somebody important is going to die because you know this. The good, the kind of the neat thing about filmmaking is the way how you lead into things. You know, and how um, and this trailer just by opening on her and giving her that that openings that opening spotlight um, of how you know kind of alluding to who she is and how she's a loner and. And she has no place in the galaxy. Well, you know, that right there, primary character, um, with these other ones showing up, yeah, we'll have a nice little trinity there. But I, right. I really, I think Ray is, is clearly the feature character. And she, you know, in the poster, she's, she's in the most, I think they're really looking to go for a female lead in, in Star Wars to kind of put the naysayers, you know, aside and just, you know, they want strong female stereotype, um, um, I guess stereotype, but, um, um, and that's, and that's, it's really what I see is just like 
Ray being this mystery figure and we us not knowing who really who she is until this movie pans out. So who and do you I, think she is? I the she could be. I, I think she is the daughter of one of them because um, somebody you know. I think Finn yes has force powers, but in in the in the light of like fantasy movies and like that character who, who needs to discover themselves um, the same way they did with Lou Skywalker and a new hope. I feel that that's kind of the road that they're, they're putting her on. Um, especially if this staff is truly, you know, the Darth Plagius's staff is, you know, the rumors, you know, then speculation has it. Um, if this plays a major part in, you know, Kylo Ren is this artifact hunter. He's looking for this or draws, you know, this is the way that the force works. Everybody kind of gets drawn together to stop the bad guys because of the force. You know, it's the will of the force in a way. So that's, 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 that's the kind of what I, I, I believe about Ray. She's just been very, very well featured. Yeah, absolutely. Though Finn is second to it. <laughs> I mean, Poe, Poe doesn't get as much action, but he also was getting his like, face melted or mind melted or whatever. That was crazy from Kylo Ren. Yeah, that was a really, that was a really intense scene. Um, and I guess, I guess kind of looking at Poe is, as one of the, the major leaders of the rebellion, you know, he's going to be kind of, I don't know, like, you know, not, not the lead character, but still have a main role. You know what I mean? I just, I can see, I can see them still going with um, wanting to, capture the fans that love like the X-Wing series and stuff like that. And, and the space battles and, and give us that side of the, that side of the universe, but really fo- focusing on, you know, like Ray and if Finn is truly a Jedi or if those are really just dream sequences, you know, still the, the lighting in that is very, very like unique, very, uh, very dark and spooky. So, and you know, if he, he could be force sensitive, but not really, be facing off against Adam Driver. I don't know. I bet you he dies. Yeah. I just don't see it. Like, I don't that see him last in past this. I think he's a, like, they don't feature him at all. Like, at all. <laughs> like, none of the, the only thing that's come out more is like, he has more toys, which is kind of weird. Well, that's the thing I was going to say about, um, just to kind of counter that is that, uh, this new Millennium Falcon set that just came out, Features him and Chewie and BB-8. Him, oh. it, him is the pilot of the Millennium Falcon. So I mean, that goes to another speculation that that actually that Han dies in this movie and that um, somebody else takes over the Falcon. So um, that that could be very well, you know, an ushering in of the new generation of, of heroes in this universe and not and not killing off um, any of them. Maybe maybe Poe gets killed by Adam Driver, you know, or by Kylo, you know. Yeah. So I um. I thought it was really interesting. So before we saw the trailer, uh, we had read a, a trailer description <laughs> in which none of the things that were mentioned in it um, happened. <laughs> like, well, that always that just goes to show you don't don't believe everything you read on the internet. Don't read anything. Yeah, like so. The trailer description was basically that you see, and everyone's been saying this since the last year that you're going to see the uh, lightsaber fall down from the sky uh poe or not poe finn's gonna pick it up 
Then him and Ray are going to meet each other. Then they're going to meet Han and Poe. And then they're going to escape. And, uh, you know, we still haven't seen a Guavian enforcer yet, you know, in any of the trailers. Um, or even the junkyard dude, right, who's on the poster. I thought I thought there was a clip of him in this in this trailer. I'm not sure. I, thought I, I don't saw think some. so. I mean, we Maybe saw, like, not. that big red and black, like, robot. Oh, yeah, that was new, too. That was cool. Yeah, that was huge. Um, weird temple they went to. Whatever that is. Oh, uh, I mean, whatever any of it is. And then, uh, you know, we see, like... So the other things that, the, sorry, that they were talking about in that was, um, you know, that this... They, they talk about how that lightsaber... Is from last scene on Cloud City. That yeah. was the line that killed me that I was like, this has got to be fake because Han recognized the lightsaber. And he's like, oh, I haven't seen that since Cloud City. And it's like, well, actually, Han, no, you didn't see it because you were in Carbonite. No, no, no. I thought he says, I recognize that blade. Yeah, but I mean, still, he only saw it like two times anyways. Like he wasn't really paying attention yeah, when he, to him. Like, when he cut open a tauntaun, bro, he hold, he held it in his hand. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I don't think I think Han is not the kind of guy who pays no. attention to like the particulars of a lightsaber. No. <laughs> um, and then at the end of it, you know, the the lightsaber makes its way all the way to Luke, and then Luke gets the lightsaber and is like, "Okay, let's rebuild the Jedi." And then you see like a fade to black and you see a purple lightsaber in the background light up a, a shadowy figure, which I was excited to see if that actually did happen. Oh, uh, Mace Windu? Yeah, well, that's the other thing about it. I was like, well, a purple lightsaber, I mean, we've only seen it once and it was under a good guy. Um, you see in the Clone Wars, right? Yeah. Uh, purple lightsabers. But I mean, like, mm-hmm. they're not for Sith or Jedi, are they? Or Seth or, yeah. Mace Windu had a has a special purple lightsaber. Right, he's the BMF lightsaber. That's right. But um, anywho, it didn't happen. You know what we did see was a lot. We didn't see Luke yet. Uh, so I mean, what are your what are your theories on Luke? Is he good? Is he bad? Why is he in hiding? Um, why are they Why are they hiding him? My my fun theory is that he is Kylo Ren. Um, my real theory is that he is that he believes that after a while a Jedi, a Jedi can't you know do more than succumb to the dark side, and that he probably has a pretty good pull because of because of his lineage. So he probably chooses to go into hiding, and now it's kind of confirmed that there is no you know rebuilding of the Jedi Order. Um, I think that maybe they learned like he's like not trying to repeat the past by building a Jedi Order that failed. You know, it, it was unable to detect the Sith when it came yeah. to overthrow the galaxy. So he's like, Let, let's try something new. Maybe I'll just go sit in a cave for, you know, 30 years, you know, something like that. Um, maybe here's another thing that I thought about. Maybe he tried to train his um, his his nephew and niece, his nephew, you know, whatever. Maybe his nephew is Adam Driver um, and growing up. And then all of a sudden, he went to the dark side, and Luke had to go into hiding. I don't know. You know, there's there's weird things like that, too. Like, oh, well, I did the same thing that Obi-Wan did. There's, like, history's going to repeat itself. Maybe they, they hunted. They tried to hunt Luke down into hiding. Right. Um, 
what I what I do find interesting is that um, that it that we're looking at a first order compared to the Empire because I believe that the Empire does die uh, by the end of aftermath uh, and the New Republic is is born. So, um, the well, first- JJ put it like if the Nazis show up in Brazil. You know what I mean? Do they just stop being Nazis or do they rebuild and start acting as a new master race right. in a different area? It's a new so, order. Yeah, you're not going to call it the Empire because the Empire is dead, but mm-hmm. it's the remnants of that past. Um, I personally think, like I said, that, that Luke is good. He's in hiding. I like the theory that... Adam Driver is either his son or his nephew or something. Um, the, the question that I have now is, okay, like still, the poster shows Finn in a classic Jedi-type pose, but even in this trailer, he still doesn't look very sure of himself. Like He looks like he's going to get his ass kicked. And how do we find the lightsaber? And if he does know how to fight, how does he learn how to fight with a lightsaber? It's it's very it's very likely that maybe Ray had a lightsaber because she's a junk you know collector. She maybe found one. Yeah. Um, who knows? Particular Cloud City one, right? I mean, if it is Luke's, you know, there, that's that's still under the, uh, the the umbrella of major speculation that right. Luke's floated down. I mean, wouldn't it just float down from Cloud City into like the Bespin system somewhere? Like when a gravity pull it, you know? I mean, come on. I mean, it's stretching it. Um, unless somebody found it. Um, somewhere traveled throughout the years. I mean, it's, it's also likely, you know, Luke fell out into, into the, uh, open space, but maybe the lightsaber was at the bottom of that chasm. So, you know, so it could very well that somebody went to like an Ognaught went down and collected it or something and sold it. And it could be just going around the, the market for 30 years and Ray picks it up and it's her, uh, maybe it, it, the force willed it to her, you know? Right. Which I could see is being a possibility. This is a major, major speculation, buddy. Major speculation. Uh, it's so just here, can, I, can I say something about it though? Because um, I, I think it's important to kind of, um, to, to, you know, it's, there's the point where people don't want to watch this trailer. There's a point where people don't want to have expectations. I guess that's, that's a thing where, where everybody feels like they, they want to own what Star Wars is. And it's like, I think it's so important not not to get get into that and you know have certain expectations that you want um and just kind of let it happen because um no matter what if you let you know you want something to happen you're going to get disappointed um and I I just from everything I've seen with with the new canon and this movie it just it it's so it's so cohesive and well done, and there's just so many people out there that still hate on it, and I just I don't understand it. Haters are going to hate. Fuck them. That's right. That's right. I mean, if you don't like it, if you're not into it, then it's fine. I mean, it's not for you. <laughs> you go read go read Legends or whatever it's called now. Read the EU. Be happy with that. Call it a day. I, I can guarantee that even the most evil put off about the um, prequel people will be seeing this movie, whether it's just to hate it because some people are idiots like that. They, they literally spend money to hate things. Um, it's dumb, but everybody will see this movie at least once. And oh, yeah. 
disgusting amounts of money. Um, all right, so you have a note on here of did they clone the emperor? Who Adam Driver? No, um, I you Not know Driver. <laughs> the fun the fun thing about it is like um, I've I've seen some crazy stupid things like out there where the emperor was put into BB-8 and BB-8 the emperor stupid stupid things like that. But it's also you got to look at. Um, I think the I think the emperor will not ever ever return. I would I would more. It's more likely that Darth Plagueis will return, um, and I think that would be a much much more interesting way to do it, opposed to what they've already done in the EU uh, with Dark Empire one and two, how they brought the emperor back twice. So I I, I really don't think they should bring him back. Um, I would, I would rather see them bring back, as I said, Plagius, or you know, or just totally go a different route completely from the rule of two. Forget the Sith. Maybe there's like a new dark, dark side order. Well, the Knights of Ren could be a dark side order. Exactly. Um, which is also curious. Like, I mean, whatever. It's thirty years. Like, who? Like, where are these knights coming from? Who formed the knights? Do they all have? Lightsabers. You well, know what I mean? I, I have kind of an interesting theory about that. Um, well, that's uh, the episode. <laughs> well, with, I, the big question also is now with, with the new canon is where did these Inquisitors come from and who are they? So you have these, you have these dark side users, basically dark Jedi, um, who, you know, exist during a timeline that leads into a new hope where there are no Inquisitors. So, um, there was also that rumor that there was going to be an Inquisitor in this movie. Uh, so do the Inquisitors go into hiding and then become the Knights of Ren? Um, does he does he find these dark side? You know, does Kylo Ren become powerful as a as a dark side user and you know pursue these dark these other these Inquisitors who either have gone in hiding in the last thirty years and been training other ones? Um, it's it's kind of interesting to think that there might be more than just two um, dark, you know, Sith or dark Jedi in this movie. Well, when we're looking at um, the comics, which are considered canon, and you have the Darth Vader comic where the Emperor has been training a bunch of other, I won't say Force users, but at least lightsaber wielders um, who would be acting as the role of Vader if he failed again after he did, after not, you know, getting the Death Star destroyed. So the thing that's kind of hard to believe is like what you said. It's like, if these Inquisitors were around, what happens in Rebels that they don't make it to episode four? You know what I mean? Or are these Inquisitors doing other things? Because it's hard to think sometimes that like, and they brought it up in one of the podcasts actually was like, are, are the Skywalkers the end all be all of the galaxy, right? Yes. There's these people, Luke and Leia and Han who do their missions, but are inquisitors going after the Dameron's, you know what I mean? Like, like there's other influential people, you know, like if an Admiral Akbar can make his way into episode seven somehow, you know what I mean? Um, who's to say that these people aren't going after like him, you know, he's a pretty influential or Orlando or whatever. Well, I, I think it's, I think it's important to um, think about the way that Mara Jade was introduced into the uh, EU 
as the emperor's hand. And she was always like this stealth, um, stealth character that they were able to work in that she existed during this time because she was doing covert missions. So, and then, and this is also something that I had thought about was like, what if, what if eventually Mara Jade was one of the inquisitors in this, in the new Canon. And this is a way to bring her in as, as such a beloved character. Um, well, you know, and we can, we can lead into the next one too, that we want to talk about. But, um, I think that that would be a way to, um, introduce the character. I think uh, Mara Jade will be in this canon somehow. I actually really do. I don't know where she would fit in. I don't know if it would be in between these times or if Luke and her had a kid and then she died. Maybe Luke got powerful and killed her and maybe like his son wants to get revenge on him. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it was um, in the in the EU, the books, it was um, Hans, Han and Leia's son that, kill, that kills her. Um, so yeah, she is killed by their own family. Um, but going back to it, um, it's either, you know, it's either Vader put down all the Inquisitors and those, and those like freak shows, um, the Inquisitors, either they all, maybe they all get killed in Rebels eventually, you know, the Inquisitors are just wiped out. Um, or they, or they just go on these stealth missions, like I said. Um, but another thing about, um, the, the importance of the EU, uh, compared to this canon is that if they were to, if they were to bring in, like, say, you know, we, we keep saying, huh, Benicio del Toro is going to be in episode eight. You know, it'd be awesome if he was Grand Admiral Thrawn, you know? So it's, right. it's still us speculating and hoping and hoping, but I, I would really like to see them use the majors from, from the EU. I think that'd be really cool. Well, yeah. I mean, I want to see, you know, I want to see everything from Shadows of the Empire make its way into the. Oh, that's, that's another thing I was going to say. Um, you know how they're working on the comics right now. Wouldn't it be cool if they, you know, when they get to the point where they're writing after Empire, if they do a new initiative for Shadows of the Empire and kind of um, put that story back into into the canon, or just add it into the comics? Uh, I was thinking that they could do it. What what year did that come out? Ninety ninety seven. Yeah. So if it was ninety seven. What if they did it in two thousand seventeen? Two years down the line in the comics, they could be past Empire. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I think that that's that's my uh, I'm calling it right now. Well, that's my dream. Um, bring Shizor back. The Feline they exist. Where's Shizor? Please come on. Hashtag where's Shizor? <laughs> oh, um, let's see. Yes, exactly. That's another another good one. Hashtag uh, Paramount. Shadows of the Empire came out in December of 1996. So oh, okay, if you're listening, Disney, Lucasfilm, you have time. You have time. Come on, Marvel. Let Jason yeah. Aaron let Jason Aaron rewrite Shadows of the Empire. I'm gonna go off for just one second. Doctor Strange, Jason Aaron, insane. Ah, oh, I haven't picked it up yet. I can't wait. It's a it's a it's very cool. He's kind of an asshole, which he should be. Very smart, and it's a very beautiful comic. Like it just looks really, really, really good. Um but yeah, you know, some of these big EU people, I mean, we have Starkiller Base and that name uh goes back to uh the guy from Force Unleashed, right? Uh goes oh, back- and I mean the original, sorry, I know, the original script that Lucas did. Exactly. Um yeah. the they gave him that name because in the game it was a homage, you know, an homage yeah, to, right. to the original. And then um this is as well, which is cool. Um 
I guess it's just maybe more of an Easter egg than anything because, you know, that, unless they make Forts Unleashed canon, <laughs> but I would, you know, they got to make Knights of the Republic canon first and then, and then go to. I just think that there's a lot of things going on during the times of four, five, and six. Like we see Vader's story and we see Luke's story, but there's got to be a lot of shit going on with the Emperor. Like if he can go in the background and, you know, be training up all these other people. And if Darth Vader could be like, like hiring Boba Fett to hunt down Luke after episode four, like, I think there's a lot of stuff that happens that will lead into this movie that we just don't know about. So the Inquisitors, you know, like they don't necessarily work with Vader. And since four, five and six are Vader's story, like there's a good possibility, like I said, that they've been existing this entire time. And then they maybe like with the first order, they turn from the Inquisitors to the Knights of Ren. I don't know. No, exactly. Either way, can't wait. Whatever it is they decide to do. Everything that we've seen, and it's funny because like, even in this trailer, I still think we've only seen the first third of the movie. And they've said yeah. that the toys that we've seen have only been from what we've physically seen in the movies. Or uh, in the trailers, rather. So, just from the first third, you know, who knows what else we're about to see. Like, we, we saw nothing. I mean, I think maybe seeing like Poe getting tortured or whatever from Kylo Ren that that might be in like the second half or something like that. Um, but most of the shots we've seen probably got to be from the first hour of the movie. How how they're going to meet up with Han? How that's going to come about? I don't know. Han and Leia seem to be together, which a lot of people have been speculating that they've been uh, apart for the whole time because Princess Leia needed to do ambassador things, and Han is just a scoundrel who may or may not have cheated on her. <laughs> nay. I, I say nay. I say they, the, the guy is, he's a respectable character. That's what they built in, in, in the original trilogy. He went from scoundrel to hero. Right. Not, they will not go away from that. He will. Right. They didn't do that in the EU. They won't no. do that in the new canon. He, Han Solo is at heart is, is a hero. And I just, I can see him like maybe going to this planet for some reason. And he's, he's the reason why they get off the planet. You know what I mean? Like Finn crashes there. Wait, say that again. Okay. Finn crashes. He's, on the, he's the real, he's like the way they get off the planet. He's, he's the way they move to the second act of the movie. Nice. The first, you know, that's, that's basically, he's the bridge of, we open to this, this new universe, this new planet, these new characters, the whole, the most I'm saying the most beginning of the movie is going to be like you know Ray doing her thing, um, gets BB-8, Finn crashes, they meet up, and then all of a sudden something happens with the Empire, and um, Han Solo is there. Maybe he's playing some sabak in the local cantina. Who knows? You know, but he he's clearly the he's clearly the bridge to the second act of the movie. <laughs> Do you think we're going to see uh, Ewoks? Or huts, or some classic bantha. Even I mean, like classic creatures from back in the day, or all new creatures. I think that if we're on new planets, we're going to see new new creatures. That the I think it's important to have the fauna 
be different in this movie because you have the technology to do that. You have, you want to tell, you want to create new, you want to create new toys. You want to create new creatures. So there's a way like, this is such a cool thing is, you know, JJ Abrams has, and Disney now have this ability to grow the universe in their own light while still being very respectful to the, uh, the source material. So I, I, you know, if they go to Tatooine, yeah, we'll see Banthas. If they go to Hoth, we'll see a Wampa, uh, you know, or Tauntauns or something. But I think that they'll take advantage of, of these new locales. Um, one thing we haven't talked about is, uh, in a little bit of going forward, uh, at the end of the movie, it's been rumored that we're going to see an after credit sequence. It's also been rumored that the after credit sequence could be related to uh, episode, well, sorry, Star Wars Saga, Star Wars Anthology, uh, Rogue One, would you want to see Rogue One footage or would you want to see episode eight footage that they filmed on Skellig Island recently? I, I really, here, here's, here's, I have two things. What if Luke Skywalker is not in this movie at all and he is the after credits scene? <laughs> I, but no, I don't believe that. I understand if, where you're coming from. I don't believe it. Okay. Here's the other thing. What if instead of an F credit scene that is like what Marvel does, what if they do something like a special sneak preview of like a very special one where it's like footage of the next movie that's coming out, which would be Rogue One. And it just kind of leads, it gets you excited about the next movie. Um, because I really, I don't want to see episode eight stuff yet. I Really? I, I would, no, I would, I want to see Rogue One. I really want to just take it as it comes because I, I want I want things to be fresh. You know what I mean? I want it to be really as much as we can watch these trailers. I still trust that they are very secretive and they're very good at keeping these plot points at bay. So, um, I just, I would rather see something like, you know, rogue one. See, I would not because rogue one is, you know, not in that timeline. It makes no sense to show me Rogue One footage. I will like it. I will absolutely flip out. But when you're it's it's not in the same timeline, I don't see I don't see a reason to show it. I do. You see, but I don't I, I do because it, does, it the thing about it is that why copy what Marvel does? Why you know, you differentiate yourself in a way, you know, instead of being like, yeah, we're going we're going to just keep doing fun stuff like this. Do something for the next movie that 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 doesn't really relate to this movie, but is still the same universe because you have the most footage from that movie ready. So give us something something similar to what JJ did at San Diego Comic Con. Okay, all right. What are your thoughts on uh, upcoming episode eight, though? Like we've heard that they want to do a female lead character. Uh, we heard that that character may be Han and Leia's daughter. We also know that Benicio Toro, I know you said you would like him to be Thrawn. Uh, any other thoughts on episode eight? I think Benicio del Toro could also do a voice. Um, could be Darth Plagueis for all we know. Um, no, who's Andy Serkis going to be then in this one? We have no idea, buddy. Well, who be- the fuck, we don't know what the fuck this girl's voice is. Who's she? Who's the fucking Mon Mothma? Exactly. What's going on right now? <laughs> so, um, I really want to know, like what, what new character would be saying that? Is it Luke's wife? Maybe it's a flashback? 
ooh, that'd be nice. Maybe it's a flashback to whoever it is, his wife, talking about the force to their daughter or son, drawing them to it. And maybe the balance to the force is not Luke and not Anakin, but this child. Maybe, maybe there's, you know, there's, there's word, there's, there's word that there's a flashback to Luke's childhood. <laughs> and maybe, maybe, it's Baru, Baru. maybe Baru used to like tell him stories at night when, God, when I would out, not, I don't want to see out for blue milk. No, <laughs> I do not want to see a flashback to Luke's childhood. That would be, there would be no reason for that. No. Anywho, I don't want to see that. Any, okay. Any, all right. <laughs> and so I think uh, as far as episode eight goes, um, it, it's interesting because if you go and introduce another character, that's a major character, like a daughter like that, like episode five, didn't really do that. Yes, we met Lando, but he wasn't a major character. You know what I mean? So I could see another side character, but from what the impression that I'm getting from episode eight is that we might be meeting a new one, which means I feel like that further implies that Poe or Han or someone's going to die, you know, to make room for another big, big character because we, this, this movie is, even though, it's going to be awesome. It's still a packed movie. There's a lot of people that are going to get a lot of screen time. We don't know any, I mean, maybe that's Captain fucking Phasma underneath that, telling that thing about the force. <laughs> we haven't met her, you know? Um, interesting thing about um, casting a new female lead is that Ray being such a lead in the, in this movie. Yes. Like what happens to her in this movie that she's not, the lead in the next movie. There's another female lead. That's hey, it's cool. It could be Mara Jade. It could be Mara yeah. Jade. But then they say that they're trying to they're trying to find a a young girl, like an early twenties actress. Oh yeah. And it's like, and and that's that was my initial thought too. Was okay. You already have an early twenties actress who's uh, Daisy Ridley. So is she a daughter? You know what I mean? Like like what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> Yeah, um, if it's a Luke and Leia story, as they're saying, it, that could that could have a lot to do with it too. It could be it could be the like flashbacks, or who, who knows, man. Uh, let's let's go with let's go with daughter for now. Okay. <laughs> I don't like. I can't even wrap. I can't even wrap my mind around episode eight right now, man. It's like <laughs> episode seven is like we have no idea what this movie's about, <laughs> and it's like it's it's it's. It's 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 driving me crazy. I'm so happy to have tickets. So um, I know I I, I, I I cry. I think I I, I nearly cried during this trailer tonight. Um, yeah, I did twice. Yeah. and it's it's getting harder too, uh, because it's it wait. Just, what's getting harder? Not not to cry. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like your boner. Um, no, no, that I. Who needs Viagra when you have Star Wars? Exactly. Um, so. <laughs> it was that that trailer was beautiful. Um, it it looks like Star Wars. It 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 looks like that sci-fi. Um, it looks like Star Trek, fantasy, though. No, it looks like that sci-fi fantasy movie that but, differentiates it from Star Trek. That this world is why you know why I love Star Wars so much more because it's not it's not as real. It's a fantasy world. 
Um, it, at its heart, it's, you know, it's a fantasy movie. It's not, well, it takes place in a science fiction and as elements of science fiction. It's, it is truly a fantasy movie. And that's, that's really what I get. I, I really start to really feel that when I watch, watch this trailer. I agree. I'm just telling you right now, I got a couple of feelings that were like, and not in a bad way, just a couple of shots because I, I love JJ Abrams. Like, uh, going through hyperspace mm. looked a lot like the Starship Enterprise doing it. <laughs> and there was the shot with them, with Han, and looking at the the images, but they weren't on a board. They were just floating there like, you know, um, a minority report or something. You know what I mean? Like how you could like put, t- take a planet and like move it somewhere. Yeah. And I was just like, Star Wars has not ever shown us even that advance of technology, even in the prequels. I guess like a little bit like in episode two or three, where you're teaching the younglings and Yoda is, and you're seeing all the the planets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like that was the only other time that we've ever really seen that. Um, And I thought that that was just those two things, just interesting shots because you have not seen them before. Yeah, and I'm. It's 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 funny because Star Wars always looked at this like broken down, dirty world. Exactly. Um, but you got to also remember it's also thirty years in the future where um, during you know even if this war is going on, technology is still coming up, and it's it's cool to it's it's cool to see it uh, because it, if it did exist in the in the old Republic, it's got to still exist in some right. way. And you see it. You see like the way they carry like the holograph. Um, uh, communicators in like the Clone Wars and and things like that, where they can talk and on the go and stuff. So there is there is a lot of technology. I know, but thirty years later, I mean, like, is the world shittier? Is it better? Ray doesn't look like she's too well. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, it's just it's just the look, you know. It's the yeah. it's the cool thing to do. <laughs> All right. Any other uh, closing thoughts about uh, Episode Seven? And- any last thoughts about the trailer? Um, no, I'm, I'm going to go watch it again. Yeah. Um, After I had told myself I'm not going to watch it, and then we decided to do this podcast. <laughs> come on. It's Star Wars, my friend. I know. it's. Uh, you could watch that trailer spoiled nothing. My cousin, uh, who does Gourmet Scum Radio with me, he um, is not watching it. His uh, wife and kid have watched it multiple times <laughs> and he just kind of sat there and listened to them watch it. <laughs> that sounds very, that sounds very sad. He does that all the time. It's super weird. He'll like listen, but he won't watch and whatever makes no sense to me. But, um, anywho, well, uh, let's, let's do our, our close out here. All right. Uh, well, every Sunday, uh, as long as we're on the Star Wars theme, is uh, Star Wars Sundays on DFAT. Um, but of course, you know, as as time gets draws closer to the Force Awakens, Star Wars Sunday spans out across the week sometimes. So yeah, yeah, you can't hold back Star Wars news. But um, we do try to feature something special every Sunday, Star Wars Sunday, whether it's a review. I've been doing Clone Wars reviews and 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 book reviews and whatnot. So yeah, check it out. Uh, tell them about the socials. 
Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, DFATTOWEL. The same thing for Instagram, which I mentioned before, where we have a lot of geeky pics. Um, sometimes we'll drop some news on there as well that will match up with what we have on the website. Uh, the website, of course, is don'tforgetatowel.com. We can see everything geeky and geekly. Um, and then we are on the Facebook at Don't Forget a Towel 1. Um, let's see here. Where can you listen to us? Uh, you check us out on Stitcher uh, and on iTunes. You know, if you like what we do, rate us. Let us know how we're doing. We uh, can give you a shout out. Uh, email us at don't forget a towel one at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any suggestions on uh, episodes or anything you would like us to do better. Uh, we also have a really cool donation uh, button on the front page uh, that will take you right to a PayPal donation, uh, I guess, <laughs> Page and link and uh, and uh, you know we just uh, we're looking we're not looking to make money here we're just looking to get better equipment and uh, a little kickback to the site just to you know make the shows better and the site better. Yeah, we appreciate all you guys going to the site, reading the reviews, in the interviews, um, you know, listening to the show obviously as well. Uh, we promise we are going to make it more consistent. Um, so we're trying, we're trying and we, we like that, uh, all you guys have been checking us out so far. Um, so that's all I got, man. Well, as they say, they say, you know, uh, they say, try not do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Um, so this is Casey, uh, saying, you know, enjoy, enjoy that trailer. Watch it multiple times. Just like I will break the internet because of it. <laughs> And and this is Chris. May the fourth force be with you. <laughs>